0: Uh, was it early 21? I get into government contracting, and I know this is gonna sound crazy for some people, but 30 days in, I win my first contract in government mm, contract. Geez. Most people take years to do it because they just not they're yeah. not following this proven system. Mm. But my first contract, and people, a lot of people like to hear this one yeah. my first contract because actually it was my smallest one, but my first contract was for Catholic services in the federal prison of California. I told mm. you I live in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. I've never been there, and I'm not Catholic. Just want to throw y'all out there in case y'all didn't know. I'm not Catholic, and I've never been to California. But yeah, I have a five year contract with the federal prison in California for a Catholic chaplain to go in there every single week and do Catholic services. How did I do that? Amazing! <laughs> amazing! How did I do it? Right? It's amazing, right? It's 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 the middleman concept. I called a bunch of Catholic church. Long story short called a bunch of Catholic churches. They told me to call the diocese. I didn't I didn't know what a diocese was. I'm not Catholic. They told me, I called the diocese. They say, call the prison ministry. I called the prison ministry. They said, call Chaplain Richard. He does the prison across the street. He'd love to do that prison. I said, okay. I called Chaplain Richard. Hey, Chaplain Richard, how much do you charge to do Catholic services? Long story short, he's like $25 an hour. I said, okay, great. I went to the government. I said, my, this is my first one. My company is going to do your Catholic services for $30 an hour. The government said this. It's going to blow people's mind. The government said, okay, great. You win the contract. We just need the resume of the person doing the services. I said, okay, so they don't need my resume. I don't need to be Catholic. I just need to give them the, I say, "Chapman Richard, send me your resume. He sent me his resume. I give it to the government on Monday. I win the contract on a Friday. I'm now in year two of that contract. (laughs) I searched all over the world, struggling to find it Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah I searched all over the world, struggling to find it Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah
1: this is david d simons welcome to another episode of how i discover my gift i'm in the building with my guy wes fisher wes fisher is a dynamic entrepreneur and accomplished government contractor with a strong track record of securing over 2.5 million dollars in government contracts no that's not a typo yes i said 2.5 million dollars in government contracts with two years of experience in the industry Wes's ability to navigate complex procurement processes and deliver exceptional results is evident. Formerly an eight-year special education teacher with a master's degree, Wes transitioned into full-time entrepreneurship to pursue his passion for creating opportunities and making a positive impact. Through his unique blend of business acumen and commitment to education, Wes Fisher continues to thrive as a visionary leader, inspiring others to follow their dreams and excel in their chosen fields. Check out today's interview with my guy Wes Fisher. Welcome to the show, my brother. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Thanks for awesome. having me, man. Man, it's <laughs> truly a pleasure to have you on. Man, we got a chance to meet uh, in person some some months back. Man, I just love your spirit, bro, and I, I really appreciate you taking some time to bless people. Um, and you've done some amazing things, and you have an amazing story that I got to hear in person and a, a little bit behind the scenes. So bro, Can you just take us through the journey, man? Like, from I want to go, I want to start from childhood, man. Like, I was gonna say, where are we starting at? Oh, that's a oh, good yeah. question. Like, how far are we going back? Oh, What's up? Oh, what you want to do all the way back, bro? Chir- childhood, back. yeah, take me back from young west, uh, okay. to, to today, yeah, man. I it's mean, cool. like, entrepreneurially wise, so what are we like, talking about, like, bro? I, I want to know what your mindset was as a child, like, your upbringing. Take us okay. through take okay. us through the beginning foundations and and, and okay. this shows all about the gifting right so mm-hmm. so anything that can hint at the gifting in you so
0: got you got you well man okay I, I for me i may even start back i mean i can go further back but i would say for me maybe middle school high school and i'm going to speak it to entrepreneurship man you know i was one of the guys you hear all the stories all the time i was one of the guys out there selling airheads i was out there selling candy I was out there selling all types of stuff. Like, I think it might've been in middle school where it started when my mom was like, took me to Sam's club, you know, Sam's club or Costco, whatever people call it. Took me over to Sam's club and showed me that, Oh, you can buy a box of Snickers for, I don't know what it was, $5, $8, but it's like 13, 14, 20 of them. And that right there kind of sparked. Now my question, my thing is like, I don't really know why, you know, you might think like, well, why do you want to make money? Wes as a kid. Like, I don't really know. It, it was I was not the guy that was into Jordans. I wasn't into you know buying clothes. I wasn't into. I, I, I'm still not. I'm still not that guy. But it was just like in it as a kid. did we really know independence? I don't know. It wasn't like oh my god, I need to get this money so I can get independence. I don't think that it was that either. But whatever it was in me, man, that's where it kind of started. I was just like, wow, I want to you know maybe be my own man, maybe taking control, maybe. Maybe just having cash in my pocket. Maybe that was it. I don't know what it is, but I think that's kind of where it started. Middle school, high school, and doing those type of things. And really, after that, after high school, I went straight to college, man. I I did the traditional route, you know, nine to five, went to college, got my bachelor's degree in education, went back to college, got my master's degree in education, Mm. became a school teacher, you know, taught special education for eight years. So, you know, I kind of did the whole nine to five thing but in the back of my head I was I, you know it's funny I, I don't say this I actually went into education because I knew I had summers off and I was like well you know as a businessman I was like I got summers off so at least I can make some moves during the summer and I would during the summer I would do little side hustles and do little things so that's kind of why I even got into teaching but I mean I care about the kids too I care yeah. about the
1: kids I care <laughs> about the kids
0: but you know it was kind of that type of deal so you know the whole education deal, did that for eight years, loved it. On the meantime, I built like my first, I guess you could say my first major company, I got involved in home healthcare. So oh, wow. I was teaching special ed. So I had a degree in special ed. And then it kind of worked out that I opened a home healthcare company for people with special needs. Yeah. So we actually started that when I first started teaching. So the company's right now like nine or 10 years old. I still have it to this day. I don't do a lot in it now, but when we first started it, you know, we got our first couple of clients, I got some AIDS. We send AIDS to the home and we provide care. And it was really rewarding, man. I still have it to this day, still have it to this day. But wow. Look now I'm that. doing different things. I don't know if you want to talk about what we're doing now, but oh, I'm doing oh, different oh, yeah. things now. You
1: you already know. We're gonna go all the way in there, all the way in. Dude, so so that's interesting. So you had this entrepreneurial spirit like as a child. Yeah. Did you, did you, do you have a family of entrepreneurs? Does your mom your mom took you to to the to, to the store? Did she get an entrepreneur? Like how did how it was? was nah, it, Yeah, was, you're
0: right. That's a good question.
1: No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't like her idea. It wasn't like, hey, Wesley, go get these
0: airheads and then go sell them for a quarter a piece. And no, nah, it wasn't like her idea. It was just like it kind of just parked, sparked in my head. Mm. Um. Nah, I wasn't really raised around the entrepreneurs. There was nobody like that. No. Nah.
1: Mm. Wow interesting okay so it's kind of yeah. like it's just like flowing you just naturally flowed towards it and yeah. and uh and then like you said you went into to education yeah. um and then you were building this out so what i would not like to know is you know being an educator and once an educator always an educator right for sure um, for sure what is your dominant gift
0: what is my dominant gift Oh, I know what it is. What's that? Hopefully, I can word it correctly. All right. Hopefully, I can word it correctly. Um, because the first thing that comes in my head is I want to say, oh, don't I don't overthink. Oh, I take action. But as it might be, it's bigger than that. But I would say my most dominant gift is making things simple and just taking constant action on those things. Hmm. Like hmm. I, I kind of. I'm, I'm still learning how to word it, but I've kind of learned recently that, you know, the lose weight is like calories in, calories out, eat less, lose weight. But yeah, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. We got people spending all this money on it. And it's like calories in, calories out, just lose weight. Same thing with business. No matter what you're doing, if you're in real estate, if you're in Toro, Airbnb, stock market, just doing the simple things. Oh, my friend told me recently, but I can't think of right now. But he said, doing the simple, like me, what I'm good at in business and what people are should learn to be good at in business is not about being good at being like doing extraordinary things. Like, oh, I can crunch numbers so quick and I can do this extraordinary thing. That's not it at all. To mm. be successful in life is being ordinary and doing the ordinary thing over and over and over again. Without being sidetracked by emotions, Mm. without being sidetracked by life, and just going like, you know what? In order for me to be successful in this business, I'm just gonna do this one thing over and over again.
1: I don't know what it's called. I know it's a long answer. Yeah, that's what it is. Wow, man! So you have a ability to like simplify, um, but not just simplify the execution piece. So take Mm. me back to when you know, whether unconsciously or consciously the furthest back you can go where you recognize this gift
0: Mm. when i recognize see now i just recently i can word this gift but now Mm -hmm. that you say that when did i actually recognize it
1: yeah or 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 looking back maybe you recognize you know how sometimes you don't really know it now but you realize you know what i was using it then when i was a child or i was you know what it
0: is i'll say this cuz people don't know this about me i i have this disability i have dyslexia you know mm-hmm. i've always struggled with dyslexia with mm-hmm. is reading and writing but yeah did i not just tell you i got a master's degree right that's,
1: that's <laughs> i just right. tell you that.
0: but like i have you know i i was i was the guy in the special ed room i was the guy who had the tutor i was the guy i mean i'm, I'm talking about from from uh first grade right. i had a tutor from first grade my whole my whole education tutor special ed classroom, the whole nine. I was I was in special ed my entire educational career. Yeah. Um, but I would say that, that like you said, that skill set, even in first grade, even though things were complicated to me and I had dyslexia, I still had to make things simple to get through it. And that's why I think that I always, and that's why, that's why I kind of why I went to education in the first place. And that's why I taught special ed was to help other kids, even Black and you know brown kids as well, but all kids that even though you got you know you have special needs or you have a disability is like you can still achieve whatever you want by just being consistently doing something ordinary. You ain't got to be extraordinary and go to Harvard or go to Yale. You can you know you can go to a public school or public. I went to Kent State University, right. so you can go to Kent State and get you a degree and still have that same success. But like mm. you said, I would say back until like as far as I can remember, it would probably be first grade because that's where I remember my first tutor. And that's where I remember me going like, you know what? This school stuff is tough for me. This reading stuff is tough for me. This writing stuff is tough for me. But I got to still make it simple so I mm. can get through it. Wow.
1: It's kind of like, it. It what some would consider a disability, you, you know, it, it developed your ability, right? Yeah. Like it, it developed who you are. Like it made that gifting to simplify because you had to simplify it to... Yeah like one of my mentors probably a mentor of yours as well Dr Myron Golden talks about how you know he uh you know had to he, he read slowly and so to comprehend he really really had to understand what he was reading and would mm-hmm. read it over and over and over and over to get it to get it so it the byproduct of that is mastery right and and, and, and so it's amazing how that happens so wow dude so so now take me into this path, man. You're in government contracting and you're a beast at it, and <laughs> and then, and now you're helping other people to break free. Um, how did you even segue from this educational piece mm-hmm. to the government space?
0: I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, as an educator, um, as you know, you know, we had the 2020, and we had what happened in 2020. I don't even want to say because you say the word things be, you know, you can't put that stuff on the Internet. But 2020 <laughs> happened. Right. And we went home. So I'm still teaching, but I'm teaching from the crib. I'm teaching from home. And I'm like, I kind of really like this. You know, at the time, I kind of had my home health care company. I, at that point, it might have been like a half a million dollar company, maybe a million dollar company. But I'm, I'm you know, I'm not paying myself that I'm just making myself as a CEO. So it was growing. And so I kind of had the ability like to be risky. And I always want to tell people I had the ability to be risky. I don't want people to get, you know, taking what I say wrong. Mm-hmm. I had the ability to be risky. So, you know, 2020 happened. We went home and I, I started diving into all everything else is out there. I said, I love teaching, but I want to make money and be my own boss. So I, look, I looked at everything again. I looked at Airbnb. I looked at Toro. I looked at day trading. I looked at real estate. I looked at options trading. I mean, I, when, I, when I say I looked at it, that means I found every expert in that niche and I had like three or four or five grand sitting around like, who am I going to invest with? Who am mm. I-? I know, I because I, I understood that to be successful at something, you want to take the shortest path as mm. a person with dyslexia. I was like, I ain't got time and I can't read everything like I want to and write everything I want to. So I got to find a mentor. So mm. I took the money and I was like, I'm going to go pick someone. And this is a funny story. All the ones I looked at, I looked at this one course that said, hey, I can show you how to get a truck and you can sell some wooden pallets and make money. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy that one. And I bought that one. I was like, why did I buy that one? It was crazy. It, it, people don't know a 48, what I'm talking about is a 4840. It's a pallet. Think about anything that gets shipped on the, on the ocean or anything that gets shipped. Yeah. It comes on a wooden pallet. Right. Factories get these things by the thousands. And this course taught me that I bought a $5,000 truck. I paid $5,000 for the course. But over during 2020, 2021, I made 100 grand doing pallets. Mm. And I was like, what a second. Yes, I was wow. a middleman. I wow. was a guy going down the street, picking up old pallets, and then putting them on my truck and taking them to a pallet yard and selling them for 5 $6 a piece. But I was getting the pallets for free. Wow. But here's the worst part of that story if people don't know, I live in Northeast Ohio where it gets cold. Mm. So, you know, we had the winter come up and I wasn't moving so many pallets. And then Mm. also me and my wife, you know, we want to travel. And I realized, okay, when I travel, I'm also not moving pallets. My truck is not moving. I bought Mm. this five. I mean, I kid you not. This truck I bought had 300,000 miles on it. That's it's five grand. it, it, It was trucks make money. But once I figured that out, that if I can't, if my money is attached to me physically being there, then that's not a way to make money. No matter mm. how great it was, because the guy pitched it like, hey, he, and I again, I know people who are making doctors money flipping pallets, but it's like, wow. you still got to physically be there. Right. So long story short, uh, I, I saw a guy on YouTube talking about government contracting, talking about, and he mentioned the word middleman. I'm the middleman. I'm just the middleman. I don't do the work. I don't cut the grass. I'm just the middleman. I said, mm. the middleman, that's what I do. I'm the mm. middleman. I'm just the middleman to local little, you know, little factories around my house. Yeah. And I found out I could be the middleman to the federal government. Mm. And I could not ever touch the work. I don't ever see the work. Never touch the work. I said, mm. I bought another course. I said, I'm getting this one. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do another one. Nice. And, uh, man, things are going crazy. I mean, I could talk about it, but like.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going we gonna to deal with it. hear about it. it huh? oh, yeah. We're going to deal it let let's, let's start in the journey and then take us to where you are today right like yeah. like like yeah. what is, what so what i'm also seeing here um with you Wes is i'm seeing your gift in action right like as you're telling me your this the, the story and you know from mm-hmm. from childhood right like yeah. you you were executing faithful with the with the with the selling of the candies and then you know you're you're in school you know, trying to push through school, mm-hmm. uh, you, you obviously mm-hmm. push through school, right? Like you got there, exactly. made it, made it through them, the, made it, it happen true. with the masters, yes and sir. then, and then this trend. Now, even while working, you build a home care age, and you just kind of gloss over it. But I want listeners. I want. I'm not gonna let you. <sighs> I'm not gonna let you just gloss over stuff. Build, a home right, care. Though, I a home care business to half a million. Working a yeah. full time job. Yeah, and I still had a full time job. I had and a full time job the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. I had a full time job the whole time. Yeah. Some people, it's so hard for people to build a business, one business yeah. to 100K. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And this yeah. man is doing 500, uh, half a million yeah. in a business yeah. in home care. So yeah. I just want the listeners to make the connection. Like, yeah. that's how strong your gifting is because it allows you to do what you do and, and zero in on what we call the Pareto principle. Mm. probably you you operate with the the 20 that's gonna give you the 80 result you look yes, at things sir. from yes, that sir. from that perspective you're not looking at just the minutiae and all the other stuff you don't get time for that right nope. and the same thing in this pallet business right you build it to 100k there's mm-hmm. a su- synonymous trend so i just imagine so i know we're about to go into government contracting now, uh, yeah now you're ready for government what, contracting buddy <laughs> let's, hear, let's hear it brother let's go <laughs> Now, government
0: contracting money, that's a different type of money, man. It's fun. fun. It's some fun money. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But you know what? I'm glad you mentioned the home health care again, because I forgot to mention the reason I looked at everything and I chose government contracting was like, in my home health care, I got all this overhead. I got employees, I got payroll, I got insurance, I got physical buildings, I got vans, I got all this stuff, and I got all this liability. Mm. But when I learned about the middleman concept in government contracting, I was like, "Wait a second. I can build another million dollar business and I'm the only employee. I have no employees in my government contracting business. Mm. It's mm. just me. I don't have I don't even have a VA. It's mm. just me." So, wow. anyway, long story short, uh what is it early 21, 21, I get into government contracting. And I know this going to sound crazy for some people, but 30 days in, I win my first contract in government mm. contracting. Jeez. Most people take years to do it because they just not they not following this proven system. Mm. But my first contract, and a lot of people like to hear this one, yeah. my first contract because actually it was my smallest one. But my first contract was for Catholic services in the federal prison of California. I told mm. you I live in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. I've never been there, <laughs> and I'm not Catholic. Just want to throw y'all out there in <laughs> case y'all didn't know. I'm not Catholic, and I've never been to California. But yeah, I have a five-year contract with the federal prison in California for a Catholic chaplain to go in there every single week and do Catholic services. How did I do that? Amazing. <laughs> amazing. How did I do it, right? It's amazing, right? It's, it's it's the middleman concept. I called a bunch of Catholic churches. Long story short, called a bunch of Catholic churches. They told me to call the diocese. I didn't I didn't know what a diocese was because I'm not Catholic. They told me, I called the diocese. They say called a prison ministry. I called the prison ministry. They said, call Chaplain Richard. He does the prison across the street. he will love to do that prison. I said, okay. I called Chaplain Richard. Hey, Chaplain Richard, how much do you charge to do Catholic services? Long story short, he's like $25 an hour. I said, okay, great. I went to the government. I said, my this is my first one. My company is going to do your Catholic services for $30 an hour. The government said this. And it's going to blow people's mind. The government said, okay, great. You win the contract. We just need the resume of the person doing the services. I say, okay, so they don't need my resume. I don't need to be Catholic. I just need to give them the, I say, Trappin Richard, send me your resume. He sent me his resume. I give it to the government on Monday. I win the contract on a Friday. I'm now in wow. year or two of that contract. Wow. But here's the funny part. Yeah. People say, well, how much money did you make? I told you it was $5 on top of his hour, right? 25 and 30. Right. He only worked like one or two hours a week. Yeah, I, I I didn't become a millionaire off one contract. Did I? Did I leave my job and not go back to teaching? Yes, but without a millionaire off one contract, no. But when I won that contract, because I used to go into the jails as an educator, I used to have to go. I had students locked up all the time, and Ooh. I used to have to go to the jails. I used to have to teach my out of my workbooks and bring my laptop with me. And I hated that I couldn't leave. I wanted I could leave, but I got to ask to leave. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't leave when I want to leave. I hated that feeling, and now it's like, wow, he's in the federal prison doing Catholic service, helping people, and I'm getting paid every hour he's there. I said it's game over. Mm -hmm. Next contract I won was four (laughs)
1: hundred (laughs) fifty (laughs) thousand. Something else we're talking about, but yeah. Oh, 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 (laughs) wow! So, so I am like blown away here, man. So, (laughs) so you 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 get this contract and it just it just opens your eyes you're like like yes. yo this is it this is it. what i want to do like and, and i think i think the listeners hearing this like it's like it's like a, a, a moment where you realize okay my life is about to change i i, I cracked the code here it's like a, a code yep. cracking moment for you yep. uh, yeah so talk to us about the dist- the time from that contract to this next one, where you cracked the 450, and what tell us if you could tell us a little bit of insight into what that yeah. that that, pro, that was, one is? It was the next month. I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, long wow. story short, yeah. Many, when I got
0: started, it was I won a contract for month one, then I won one the next month, then I won one. I basically just kept winning one every other month or every month as I going about the process because the process was so simple. I simplified it. Remember, I said wow. I mm-hmm. keep things so simple. So I said, okay. Talk to the government, find the opportunity, talk to the contractor, find someone who can do it, put them together, put my money on the top. I said, well, no. no way. This is this is, this is too easy. So my wow. next contract was for the $450,000. It was for uh, air duct cleaning. I still have it. I'm in mean, year two. Again, most of my contracts are for multiple years. It's wow. for air duct cleaning. Now, it wasn't a huge profit for me. It was only fifty grand to me profit that I get out of yep. the contract. You did nothing. But- i know right it's in las vegas um i've never seen it it's 10 buildings in las vegas for the bureau of reclamation i don't even know what they do i don't know what that means but it's the bureau of reclamation 10 buildings that we do every year um and that building that that contract's four hundred fifty thousand dollars, 50 50k to me for that contract and again we're in year number two and i've still never seen the building, but. I'm gonna fast forward, we can talk about other things, but I'm gonna fast forward about the most recent contract I won. Cause I wanna I wanna break down even more deals for deals for you guys. Give you some architecture yeah. sauce. Yes, sir. So recently, I just won another contract in Las Vegas, kinda. It's actually at the Grand Canyon. But I want another contract, it's for chimney cleaning. Now, let me ask you a question: Do I own a chimney cleaning company? No. No. Do I live in Las Vegas? No. no. But the government said we need about 70 plus chimneys clean at the Grand Canyon. I mm. didn't know they even had chimneys at the Grand Canyon, but supposedly there's like houses out there wow. where there's chimneys at. I said, okay, great. I reached out to a company. The company said, we can do it Wes, but it's going to cost some money. We got to go out there. We got to we gotta stay in hotels. We got to stay out there for some days. It's going to be expensive. I said, okay, how much is it going to be? They said 22,000. I said, okay, that's expensive. Okay, cool. I mean, whatever. I went to the government. I said, government, my company. Now I've learned, I'm two years in now. Mm-hmm. My company, will do it for $48,000. What the government say? Yes. Wow. <clears throat> Five-year contract. So the contract Ooh. is like $253,000. I'll make about 20 k a year. But here's the best part. Um, it's going to take them nine days to clean all chimneys. We're starting it next month. It's going to take them nine days to clean the chimneys. They're going to show up. They're going to clean the chimneys. They're going to send me a bill for $22,000. I don't have to pay them up front the way we do If you follow my system... I don't pay anything up front. They send me a bill for twenty two thousand. Mm. I send a bill to the government for forty eight. Government pays me forty eight. I pay them twenty two. I'll keep twenty six. I'll see you next year, and then wow. we'll do it again next year, and then we'll do it again next year, and
1: then we'll do it again next year. Wow! And uh,
0: I may actually—I I tell people I never see my contracts, but this time it's not—it's not set in stone. Uh huh. I may actually go to the Grand Canyon. Because I can write it off. Why not? Yeah. I may I may fly to Las Vegas, drive out to the Grand Canyon. I'm not going to even talk to them. I'm just going to be in my car looking at the houses like, yeah, that's my contract. <laughs> they don't even know who I am. I'm just, I'm just going to look at them in my car. And I'm going to go, okay, that's my contract. you going to go meet
1: them. You ain't going
0: to go meet him. <laughs> I ain't going to meet him. I'm going to call them like, hey, man, how's everything going?
1: Uh, I'm going to be in my car looking out.
0: How's everything going, man? all good? Okay.
1: Wow. <laughs> you know, this brings... Quite a few quite a few questions right so so what if I mean it sounds like you, you you've mastered a process right but what if you get a faulty company right just just like there's some some scam you know people like how do you ensure that the job get because I know with with government past performance how you mm-hmm. deliver is essential mm-hmm. so how do you ensure that? That's a great question. I want people to remember, as a
0: middleman, when I've been on a contract, it is my contract. So like you said, it is my responsibility. So we got to deliver. You know, if the sub, God forbid, has a death in the family. Or the sub, God forbid, is out of stock on whatever they happen. You know, then it's, and then and is I got work to do. To answer your questions, I got work to do. I either got to find somebody else who can fulfill it. Which is, it gets a lot easier to do because you already won the contract at that point, so you already got a war letter for two hundred fifty thousand. All you gotta do is say, "Hey, will you do it for 80? Will you do? It? You know what I'm saying? It's easier to shop around because you already got the money. Or people don't know is you can always walk away from the contract as well. So I've I've done both. I've had a time I want a contract for porta potties for like fourteen thousand dollars to rent porta potties, and my 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 porta potties supposed to be there the next morning uh i called they said there's no porter potties i called a sub hey where the porter potties at we ain't got them we gotta stop i'm like okay they were supposed to be there yesterday but all right so i called somebody else i called somebody else i called a woman i can't think of her name right now when went have been ashley and she was two hours away she said i got porter potties i said how much it gonna cost me i said as long as it is as long as it's less than what i wanted for i'd do it so long story short i was still gonna make profit she said I can get them by tomorrow. And it was so funny. And again, I thank God she's safe. But like she called me the day after she delivered them. She said, Wesley, it was white knuckle the whole way. Cause they were I actually had to give her GPS coordinates to get where the drop them off. These these porta potties were out in the middle of the woods somewhere. These random campsites, random coordinates. I had to give her coordinates. And she said it was white knuckle. I had to grab my steering wheel. The cliff was on this side. My mm. truck had the porta-potties, but I made it there, Wes. I'm like, I'm glad you're safe. I'm in my car. I'm like, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you're safe. But wow. that's that's the that's how it works. You know, you just gotta yeah. coordinate and make things happen. But yeah, you do it from home. I'm at the house. I'm on my couch. Hey, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad that's good. I'm yeah. glad we did it. Cool. Wow. So so that contract you did keep that one, or you that one you? I did keep. I, okay. that one I fulfilled. And again, same other story. There's contracts that I've won that unfortunately I had to let go. Like, hey, we won the contract. Unfortunately, we can't fulfill it for whatever reason is. And the government, you got to understand. I mean, yes, it's the government, but you got to understand the government's not dumb. They're not going to pay you any money until work is complete. Mm. So the government never lost any money. If you want a contract right now, David, for half a million dollars, the right. government is not going to send you a half a million dollars. <laughs> right. They're going to send you money as work is complete. Mm. So for you to say, hey, government, it looks like. I'm incapable of completing it. It's justified. They know. They know there's labor shortages. The government, right? It's fine. It's not. It's not a huge deal. And I teach people all the strategies on how to go about it and what to say. But yeah, it's not. It's
1: wow. a as bad as thing. Dude, this is awesome.
0: So when did you quit the job? After I won the first contract, That's what I said, really? I was
1: you, you're, yeah. like, you're like peace. I was, out. I was like five dollars an
0: hour from a, a in California. I
1: said, I'm quitting my job. I'm out. What? Like, like that takes guts too, man. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a life changing sum that made you, you nope. know, leave. You just saw the opportunity and said, "I, I, I see. I see the, I've been to the mountaintop. I see where it's the good thing I told to you when we, when we said that mind blown. That I said, "Okay, wait a
0: second. He's in Cali. I'm in Ohio." I said, "Game over, man. This wow. Is game match set. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm. I think it was like literally." You know, we're supposed to go back in August. And they were like, hey, Wes, you coming back? I'm like, nah, I'm coming
1: back. <laughs> like, like, okay. Like, nah, I ain't coming back. Wow, I'm, I'm done. Deuces. Yeah. Wow, deuces. that's amazing, dude. So, so I mean, like, what did your family say? What did your wife say? I mean, like, as you're like, you know, like, that's an abrupt change. Like, yeah. but you saw it. You knew what was going to happen. How did your family well, my, my,
0: my lifestyle done change, man. My, my family... Are just now really knowing what I even do now. I'm two years in. Wow. They just now pretty. I mean, wife, she know, you know, she knows yeah. about it. You know, she all, she all for it and she's excited about it. But I, you know, I think I told you, I'm not the Jordans guy. I'm not out there. I don't, I'm not, I'm not buying a Lambo. Like, I'm not that guy. So it's just like, I'm still just an average dude. Wow. <laughs> average school teacher, man. Like I always tell people, I'm an average school teacher. And like you said, I got the education background. So, what is it now? I'm two years in now, and I'm like, you know what? People I do have not not family but friends. Wesley, well, how did you do that thing again? How did you how did you do the education? Can you you know how do you do a government contract? Can you tell me about it? So I was recording videos, I was telling people about it, and then I was like, you know what? That's when I hit my boy up, uh, Mark Quill Russell. Actually, I was at a conference where I saw Mark Quill Russell speak from the stage about these online courses and becoming an educator teaching. I was like, I can do that. I'm a teacher. Mm, <laughs> First of all, right. I was a teacher. And then I was like, I, I, I got something to teach. I could teach government contractors. So actually, funny story, Mark Will knows this. I had to hunt that man down. I hunted him down, Mark mm. Yeah, Yeah, I sure did. Because I think I said this before. Um, I saw him in a conference in Miami. And then um, I filled out a form for them to call me. I got home a week later. Nobody called me. I said, no, I need I need to be able to teach. Mm. I went to the website, filled out a form again. Nobody called me. I said, no, nope, this ain't gonna work for me. I went to the forum, I hunted that man down. And I never even got to speaking to him until after I had some success later on. But like, I eventually got a person that told me about how to build a course online. So we're not even a year in now. And I'm gonna say this now just to get it out. But my students, my students, we've done it. We did a master's recently have been awarded over $6 million in government contracts. And this has been like 11 months. Go ahead. <laughs> this dude. is total war letters. A lot of eleven about about six million dollars in eleven months. Wow, yeah.
1: dude, that's what it's all about. You, you cracked the code, and now you've you're you're like Harriet Tubman, setting other people free, uh, right. a, a, and, and letting letting them let them them crack the code like you did. Wow, like, dude, come on. I got that's a
0: system. Awesome. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. So people are coming. Wow, people are coming, man. My oh. calendar, my calendar is stable. Like I tell you right now, someone want to book a spot with me right now i'm booked out like two weeks my calendar stay booked. it's hard but that's why i put together um this so i don't know if you want to talk about but i put together a five-day uh challenge oh yeah so because i I mean if people want to book a spot with me you want to drop my link or whatever you guys can but it's like it's very hard to get a spot with me on the phone to like talk about the mentorship program so what i did was put together a five-day challenge in which i take a week monday through friday and i teach people an hour a day or two hours a day, depending if they get VIP or general mission. how to do what I did, how to do government contracts. And here's what's funny. I'm going to even say the price right now just for the general. I charged 97 bucks for this challenge. I've had people win $30,000 contracts, $60,000 contracts. And I'm like, people are winning contracts from Shut attending up. a little five-day event. And then obviously, they roll into my mentorship program because right. they know
1: they want to actually scale it and sustain it. They yeah. gotta get to mentorship program, but yeah, look at yeah. that tremendous you a tremendous value on them. Oh, we're gonna plug the link. What's the link to the site?
0: Yeah, so the website is uh, uh, a Submit Got more it. offers challenge. But
1: yeah,
0: i have well, definitely
1: seen you a link. You can yep. you know check it out. They want to check oh, it yeah. out. Oh, stuff. yeah, I've I've been meaning to do it. I've been seeing the ads, man. Too I see ah! I see I see West over here. Love it, mm-hmm. man. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah. So so this is phenomenal, dude. Like. Like, um, because you're you're freeing people because we've had conversations about it. Not everybody has a good experience. I want to I want to tap into the listener that's listening to this. And they've been struggling to get a government contract. Like people go five years, six years, seven years, 10 years. Yeah. No success. Yeah. And and so if you could just give obviously with I know people can get more in your challenge and obviously way more in your mentorship. But what do you think is the number one reason of holding people back from getting that first government contract? I know exactly what it is.
0: Mm. I say it every day. I know exactly what it is. I always tell people the average time it takes to win a contract is about two to three years. And I always say, what do you think the reason is? And people say, oh, it's competition. No. Nope. Oh, I don't know how. Nope. I say that the reason that no one wins a contract in two years, three years, five years, I always ask them the same question. How many proposals have you submitted? Mm. They say zero. Well, you know, I was a school teacher. One plus one is two. In order to win, you got to submit something. That's why my challenge is called Submit More Offers Challenge. Mm. I'm gonna give you guys a number. I've submitted 106 proposals in two years. 106. Mm. I've only won 14. Mm. But I've been awarded over 2.5 million myself. Wow. But the thing was I submitted. And I made things simple and I just kept going. I kept submitting. I kept submitting. So that's wow. what I do in my five days. I show people how they,
1: you know, long story short, get off your butt and submit, man. Take action. Mm. That's what's up. So what about for the service side business, right? Because there's like some of the things you mentioned are, are, are some of like the product base and and I, and I some of some of the service cleaning, but like, like a company yeah. like me selfishly, digital marketing, right? Like, <laughs> like yeah, so like, yeah, how yeah. does one win a, a, a something like, 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 is that the same process for something like yes. that? A
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. So someone like you, there are contracts for everything. The government, I always say like this for, you know, lack of better words, the government buys baby bottles and they buy bullets on the same day. I've literally seen it on the website. Mm. So the government buys everything in between. So like website design, marketing, your, your services, oh, for you know what? I can't even... Bro, we got to talk after this. Oh, yeah. The, um, Not the Coast Guard. The National Guard. The National Guard buys digital marketing services every week. They wow. need people to build their ads, their websites. How you think the government, the army, is advertising to college kids or high school kids? Right. They don't do that stuff in-house. That's they true. hire people like you. To build that and do the the funnels and build the pages, like I've actually bid on. I've I've bid on one or two that were something that you did that you could do.
1: Hundred percent. Wow, that's what's up. Oh, definitely, we need to talk. So, so, um, somebody hearing this as well, Wes, is, is saying, well, Wes, I don't, I don't have the. I'm not a veteran. I'm not a you know. I don't have certain certifications. There's a lot of excuses. What would right. you say to those people that like feel like ah, uh, they already count themselves out from this process and being able to do this? Mm. I would say to those people,
0: you might not know this word, but people call them set aside. Like the government has this thing called set aside. You know, money set aside for women, Native American a minority-owned, 8A, a veteran, a hub zone, all these different things. But watch this. I have zero set-asides. Mm. have nothing And my students have zero set-asides. We don't even teach people to get that stuff because that stuff doesn't matter. If you don't know how to submit and you're a woman-owned company, you're a woman-owned veteran company. You're like, I'm a veteran. I'm a woman. I know there's money out there for me. There is, but that stuff doesn't matter. You got to know how to get to the money. So Mm. I would tell people, if you're listening, you don't need any set asides. You don't need any experience. Like I said, I'm a school teacher and my contracts are in Catholic services, landscaping, HVAC cleaning, construction. I had an aquarium. I got an aquarium, a $36,000 aquarium built in Ohio last year. I don't know anything about fish. I don't know anything about aquariums. I just found an aquarium builder to do it. The government wow. said we want an aquarium to be this tall, this big. We want wood. We want Actually, I think they put turtles in it. I don't know they use it for fish. But the government said what they wanted. I found a person who did it. You can do the same.
1: Wow. You can do the same. That's gold, man. I, I, I thank you for inspiring the folks, man. I, I just feel the inspiration oozing out of you, man. So what if somebody is like, okay, I'm, 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 I just want to... Tr- Throw one more excuse out there for people. <laughs> proposals, like Wes, I I'm not good at this proposal thing. Do you outsource? Do you? What do you? I mean, what do you? What do you say to somebody that's like, I don't know how to do this proposal thing? Hmm.
0: Should I give the secret away?
1: Oh snap! I don't,
0: I don't know I give the secret. This is for the five day. man okay. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. One, I do my own proposals. I've had people call me and say, Wesley, I was on Fiverr or I was on Upwork and I paid some guy $100 to do my proposal and we've submitted like 20 this year. And I'm just like, my my jaw drops. Cause you guys remember, Sam, here's the best part. I'm gonna talk about the proposals, but here's the best part. Sam.gov is free. Uh, Going, navigating the website is free. Pulling up opportunities is free. Getting a quote is free. And submitting a proposal is free that's another thing people got to realize in government contracting all these other bits i'm not saying nothing wrong with amazon i'm not saying anything's wrong running ads and doing some business i'm not saying nothing's wrong with it but in government contracting the only thing you're gonna buy is your llc the whole other process is free mm. now because it's free why wouldn't you submit a proposal it's not like in anything else that you got to kind of you know pay to play you got to kind of put some investments in you could literally just send a blank document to the government. Now again, I'm not I'm not telling people to do this, but what if you sent a blank document to the government? What would you think would happen? I could tell you. We had we, we have I won't say we have people done. We I've had I've heard of people have done it. Send mm-hmm. a blank document to the government. going to say it like that. And the government responds, oh, we got your document, but we not, we're not gonna accept it because you're missing A, B, C, D, E, F. Mm-hmm. Please get that done back and send it back to us. Mm-hmm. All because you sent a blank document. You just learned to
1: do what? You submit just learned how to submit it. Wow. Wow. That's good. That's how going, much bro. did it cost you? Nothing. Nothing. Um, <laughs> wow. That's awesome, man. So do, do you see that people who um, win proposals... Um there there's a certain number that they're they're aiming at. Is it like you to know a number to submit? Yeah. I used to I used to. I used
0: to tell people it's like one in ten, one in fifteen. I used to say that, but now my students are submitting one and winning one. I have wow. so many students that submit two and win two, or submit three and win two, or submit four, win three. I'm like, you know what? Back when I started. I submitted 106 and 114. You, you wow. guys are either—I guess I'm just getting really good at teaching it. But once you learn how to do it and you learn how to follow my system, you know, it's—it is a numbers game. I do prepare people. Like it's a numbers game. You got to put your put it out there. But we we got things so fine tuned now that I mean I—I I, I kid you not. I want to say last week we had about two or three people that were like just got started and submitted one. They won. I was just like wow that's awesome i'm excited for it but i'm just like wow like i I always tell people one in ten one in ten it's like nah if you follow somebody who's proven and Mm. has a
1: system then you you submit in that way there you go yeah you got success so do you help people federal state and local or do you you focus on a specific one good question only federal okay the only federal. I, I like.
0: To, I like to tell people this, and there's certain there's cultures out there that do other things, state level, local. I like to tell people this. The reason I have the most tests, as we talked about earlier, is I get laser focus on one thing. Mm. So I only do the federal. I have my shutters, and people tell me about state all the time. They tell me about local. They tell me about oh, you can just use a credit card, and the government will pay you with a credit card because local, anything under two hundred fifty thousand, the government could. Like, let's say you want to provide services for the Army or some local, not the Army, but some local government agency. Yeah. They just swipe a credit card and pay you sixty k. they will pay you up front on the local level. But, again, I put the blinders on because I'm looking at five-year contracts. Mm. I'm looking at one thing. So, I'm only doing the federal and I'm only doing the middleman style. I don't teach anything else. That's what's up. I appreciate
1: you sharing that, man. I want to dig in a little bit into... So in this show, we, we talk about there's three le- levels of purpose, the dis- discovery. So which is the gift that you have and discovering what your gifting is, and we're mm-hmm. all people that are growing and learning. There's more that we're unveiling about ourselves. The second level is is d- development. Like mm-hmm. Wes, you obviously we met in a, a learning development environment. Um, but what's I want people to understand the level of development that goes into becoming a person that you've become today like what what do you like talk to us about the development the study the reading the the audiobook all all the stuff that's behind the scenes that nobody sees yes i can speak to that really good because i was one of the guys
0: who got beat up back in the day for doing network marketing Mm. network marketing you know network marketing oh yeah oh yeah hey the guy at the top makes all the money yeah right I was, I was one of those guys. I'm not saying I was, I was hoping I got the time, but yeah. it was like way back in, I think in college, maybe like freshman, sophomore year, I heard about network marketing and I was like, you know what? I can do it. And I think- Which, company, which one?
1: Which one did you World do? Venture, World okay, Venture. Okay. Yeah, you nice. know World Ventures? The Pri- I, did, I
0: did Primerica.
1: So, you did Primerica. Yeah. I,
0: I've been to like two, I have, I have Primerica insurance. So I, I've okay. been to the, I've been, you know, I've been to the meetings. I've seen it all. I've seen ACN. I did actually even i forgot about this even before over ventures what was the lotion one um uh not mary Kay, but avon avon i did i did did avon (laughs) even before i forgot about i did it for like one summer and my Mm. mom was like mostly women do avon i was like well can you make money with it yeah i said okay i want to do avon (laughs) i was like what do you mean i didn't care like and I sold a bunch of lotion and deodorant to a bunch of women. That I, I think I sold all my aunts, got lotions and deodorant for me, and, uh-huh. I, I, and you know I made a little bit of money over the summer. It was it was yeah. fun.
1: Yeah. But
0: but in college is when I really got serious about necker and I, I probably spent. My wife would tell you I went to every training. I, I flew on a plane to every training. I went to every event. I sat in the front row every single time, and I, I probably didn't. I didn't make no money. Like. I probably spent, who knows, I probably spent $10,000 on just training over the years in, in network marketing. Yeah. And I probably made 500 bucks. But I wouldn't give it up for the world because mm-hmm. even my mom told me today, she said, Wesley, if it wasn't for the training that you received in network marketing and knowing how to sell, knowing how to talk to people, knowing how to really develop yourself as a businessman, you, you just you probably wouldn't be here. And I said, you're right. Mm. I might've spent that money in training and made, and I didn't make it. I'm talking about, we're talking like five, six, seven years. I made no mm. money. Mm. But I spent that time pouring into myself, pouring into events. That's how me and you met at a training event. Absolutely. It wasn't network marketing, but it was still, I, I, I'm i right. used to going training events. I'm, I go to them all the time. Even to this day, yes. you know, Myron Golden has something. I just missed it, but Myron Golden had something. Oh, was, I was like, I'm going to go. Did you go?
1: yes sir yes sir i missed it you you gotta go to next year's yeah i go next year i go next year it was the first one this year right yeah yeah i go next year. wow wow dude so so talk to us more about that right so so that 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 developed in you that personal development that that muscle like what is what is give me like a year from now a year back all the way a year back what's that what's that kind of like personal development what are you what are you doing how how, how many events are you going to what are you training what do you, you know all mm-hmm. that stuff talk to me about mentorship you you know a mentor has mentors i know you got great mentorship I, Absolutely, yeah, all that yes sir 100%. and i'll tell people all the time people and this you know i could tell you
0: the biggest thing is yes i spent a lot of time on mentorship but like i said earlier is i made an investment even before i even did government contracting or the pallet thing i was like I went and saved five grand, and I said I'm gonna give five grand to somebody. Mm. I'm not like everyone else who books a phone call and that. I want to change my life. I want to make fifty grand a month. Okay, you already make investment. Well, I don't have any money. Okay, it's okay that you don't. And I want to be very clear. Yeah. It's okay that you don't have money. You know what I did one time? I actually have a YouTube video on this. Yeah, I used to go to Craigslist. People don't know this. I don't. It blows my mind. People don't know this. Did you know there's a section on Craigslist called Free? Do you know that? Yes. Yes. It's free. Yeah. You click on, I I guarantee you, people who don't live in this country come here and go, wait a second. There's a a website that says free and you can go pick up whatever you want and sell it? Yeah. I made a video on it. I used to go to Craigslist for free, pick up bikes, pick up, uh, it was mainly kids' bikes, uh, old furniture. I would literally take it home. I wouldn't repair it. I wouldn't do anything. It worked. It it had wheels. Mm -hmm. I put it on Facebook Marketplace for 25, 50 bucks. Make money just like that So the point was though I I said Let me go save five grand And let me go invest in somebody Mm. And that's why when something came up I invested in somebody and somebody else came up I invested this and we also talk about Don't waste your money if Mm -hmm. you make the investment Actually do the course And Especially my wife she always tells me If I make an investment like five grand Into a mentorship I better go Make five grand back
1: Mm -hmm. In a short time that's right. And that's
0: if you if you and that's that should be a standard for everyone. Like if you I go agree. spend five grand, focus. That's go right. make five grand. If you there go spend is. ten, now I'll tell you. My, my the answer to your question was, I've now spent five grand on a on a, on a course. I've spent ten grand on a course. Mm-hmm. I've even spent over fifty thousand dollars.
1: There we on go. One mastermind. There we go. That's how much I've spent. Uh, respect, respect, brother, and you've made it back. Well over,
0: well over, that one that I spent fifty grand on for the mastermind made it back well over because you got to understand and don't you don't have to obviously you don't have to start with the fifty grand go start with the twelve hundred dollar course right and go make twelve hundred dollars there we go and then go do the five grand course and go make five grand and Mm. then eventually you'll find one that really sticks for you
1: that you'll pay you know eight grand for right you knock it out the park there we go I love it (laughs) man so. So talk to me about, um, I, I want to respect your time too. I just got a few more questions for you, brother. Sure, uh, sure. Talk to me about this, the last D, which is distribution. So marketing, right? Because I, I, I hinted at it earlier that mm-hmm. I see your ads, man. I see you doing it. Okay. I see you pushing stuff out here and yeah, you're, you're you're killing it. But even more importantly, your, your students are killing it too which yes. is rare in this coaching space right yes a lot yes. of times people are, you got amazing coaches but what about your students Where like, students you know, like, 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 like what, what's the success of your students so i really i really want you to speak to um the how you're you're marketing I do. your business and your ment- the mentorship side of your business and all the things you do not only you're obviously marketing to the government but for my entrepreneurs that are listening like, what are you strategically doing to market mm-hmm. yourself and be more effective in your marketing and
0: distribution? That's a that's a great question, and I'm a, I'm gonna give you the answer. To, uh, I'm a, then I'm gonna try to speak to the people who don't have this. But what I did, and we've always heard this, but I I I took it to heart. Is I said I'm gonna be the one out there showing the most social proof, and it, it, it's got to be undeniable. Like even on my YouTube channel, I have a thing called the Winner Circle. I I do a, uh, I go live on Zoom with some of my students that won contracts every other Wednesday. Mm. And I'm just like, hey, this person won this contract. Let's talk about it. This person won that contract. Let's talk about it. So the one thing that I do that is really good when it comes to distribution and marketing is I'm really going to really just get people results as soon as possible. That, you know what? I learned this back to necromarketing. Marketing. Mm. They said in necromarketing, Marketing, when you sign someone up, you got to get them a win in 24 hours. And that, mm. a win, I forgot what it was, but a win could be a phone call. It could be a presentation, but they right. had to get a win in 24 hours. That clock is ticking because they don't get that win in 24 hours. They're yeah. gone. Now, right. I'm not saying you're going to win a contract in 24 hours, but I'm right. saying that when people walk on for me, my goal is to get them success as soon as possible. And so I can get them to scream. So people scream my name to the Mountaintops. Wes Fisher did this. Wes Fisher did that. And I'm like, let me go ahead and put it out there. Let everybody know because that social proof you know like you spoke to some some of these coaches out here again nothing wrong with a lambo i might get one one day but yeah. some of these coaches out here all you see is the lambo you know you see the house and you're like where the students at you'll never see any students you just see the cars and the houses and that's called i forgot uh you know you're you know they're they're flaunting the lifestyle and nothing wrong if, it, if it's legit but it's like i don't i've never flaunted lifestyle i've always mm-hmm. flaunted Look at this student. One three hundred k contract. Mm. Look at this student. Look at this student. And wow. I do want to say this: if you're interested in getting the coaching, and let's say you don't have that social proof for your students, well, what do you got at the very beginning? You got your social proof. There so you go. Like day one, I just talked about my contract. But you see how now I rarely even talk about my contracts, and I talk about my students' contracts. Mm. But if you don't have the students' contracts. You know your students' content, whatever you, whatever you teach, right? Talk about what you've done. Even what you've done. I, I was talking to someone at the conference we were at. It was a woman, and I forgot she said that she'd help women with mental illness and she helped women through suicide and things of suicidal, you know, you know, ideas. Yeah, and she helped people that with that mental illness. So it might not have to be money, mm. but she was helping people do something. Yeah. And I was like, well, speak to that. You right. know, you might not have the people that have you know gone through your course yet. But speak to what you've done and That's tell right. people what you've done. There we go. Lead with that. Leave with what you've done, not so much like what you do. Like right. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say this last thing and I'm done. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm oh, so sorry. Hey, hey,
1: flow, flow, bro. Yeah. This
0: is, this is important to me. Yeah. So I've talked to a lot of people who want to get into coaching now, and I always say this. Okay, what do you do? And they go. Well, I do, and then I do this and then, and then emotionally we do this and then, and on the back end, we got this going on and then I'm just like, okay. And then they, once they're done talking, they ask me, what do you do? Uh, I teach people how to make six and seven figures in government contracting. And I just like, stop talking. So mm. There's nothing else to say. It's just like, mm. I keep things again. That's me making things simple, simple, but it's just like, stop selling what you do, you know, just sell the outcome. Tell people like what they're gonna get. Mm. I teach people how to make six and seven figures a year with government contracting. Period. Mm. That's like mm. the only thing I ever. When people ever you might, you heard me. I think Mark Quell asked me, hey, you know, Wesley, say your 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 uh your spiel, what you do, and I stand up. Uh I do government contracting. I teach people how to make six and seven figures a year. That's it. And I sit down. That's all I ever say. Wow. Because I there's got more to say. Like that's that's Straight but you point should, point. you can make anything that simple. Mm. no matter what you do even if you're in you know something else it's just make it simple when it's simple it's like people can go oh you do that
1: okay i want to work with you that's right that's right wow dude beautiful beautiful man um one one question we always ask on the show you weren't prepped on this what's the difference between one's gift and one's purpose one's gift and one's purpose Hmm. What's the difference between
0: one's gift and one's purpose? You ask that to everybody, huh?
1: Everybody. <laughs>
0: That's tough. I'm like, I gotta think about it, man. What's the difference between one's gift and one's purpose? Purpose. Hmm. That's tough. I mean, I, I would say, man, my answer depends on you know where you are with your faith. I would say that. I would say, you know, you got to put God first and where your faith, where God leads you because wherever God is leading you at or wants you to do in life, that's your purpose. And yes, I believe God's going to put a gift in there. That's going to lead you to that purpose. But again, like, are they wanting the same? I mean, maybe not. Maybe your purpose is to do, you know, this, you know, you know, change the lives of these kids in the third world countries and, and, you know, do these amazing things. But and here's the thing. I, I, this, is, this, is, this is really good. This is I, I, I I say this all the time. Let's say your goal is to change the life for people in the third world country or just do something big, impactful for the world. Right. But people forget you need money. <laughs> like it <laughs> takes money. People are like, That's I'm going right. to go do a nonprofit. I'm going to sit down in the corner and I'm going to wait for someone to hand me a check. It's like, yeah, you can do that. You can do a grant. Right. But what if you got really good at selling a solution Mm -hmm. That actually help people, and made a lot of money. Because people say, "Oh, well, sales is no. I don't want to sell, and you know, business is uh." Well, and and the way I look at it is, business is God's business. Like Mm -hmm. God is going to give, bless you through people and through money, and you're going to use it for His kingdom and use it for good works. Right. So, but you got to be, you know, go go make some money. Go actually put the, you know, I don't I don't believe I don't want to get too. I know you've met a favor. I am met a favor, but. Feel so free, bro. Just,
1: There's no holds bar, bro. We we slow <laughs> here. No holds bar. Okay. Yeah. It just it's just, it's just it's Yeah. Free. I'm a Christian.
0: I'm in the faith, yeah. so. Yeah. But I don't believe you sit on the couch and you go like, man, God just bless me, and you know, is just going, someone's just going to fall out the sky. God. That's why I say relationships are so. I'm, I'm so glad we met, David. Absolutely. Likewise. relationships are important. That your blessings are always going to come through people.
1: Mm-hmm. Number
0: one, it, it has to come through. It can be digital. It could be a, a meshes or a DM. It could be digital, right. but it's going to come through a person. That's right. So You got to have those relationships. Mm. And then once those relationships happen, things come through. Mm. I mean, if you're in sales, give someone a solution, give them, give someone that can help them make money, help them do something. And right. once you make this
1: money, then you can go be impactful and do what you want to do. There we go. That's good, bro. That's good. Man, you dropped so much gem, so many wisdoms. Man, as I already know this 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 thing about to blow up. Now, um, other question for you. Is there anything you wanted to share that you didn't share with the audience? Nah. Okay. I'm we left simple. it all on the table. We put it I'm all on the table. table. I, love, I love it. I love it. So we're gonna we're gonna put the link to www.submitmoreofferschallenge.com. Plug plugin they might see me in there, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I've been telling you, I'm going to join it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to plug in next challenge. I don't know when it is, uh, but I'm gonna plug in. So brother, thank you so, so much, man, for blessing the people. Thank you for using your gift to operate and and master it in your life. And, 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 and as a result, you're impacting the lives of so many other people by, by walking in your gift, man, and, and, and execution and making things happen and, and and, and pouring back into your students and your people. So kudos to you, bro. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for blessing the folks. Thank you, sir. Thank you for putting the show on, man. Thank you for inviting me. And thank you
0: for doing what you're doing, man. This is amazing. I'm glad to be here. So thank you, brother.
1: Thanks, bro. It's love. Uh, uh, I searched all over the world,
0: struggling to find it. Dear
1: Listener. I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discover My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called The Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats, an amazing spoken word over it and I'd love to give that to you as a free gift as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy all you need to do is go to podcast dot That's podcast dot david the middle initial D Simons S-I-M-O-N-S dot com and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode. How I Discover My Gift with David D. Simons is proud to be of the amazing and illustrious Live Podcast Network.